This is the world's greatest Springsteen podcast, Fisherman and Tom. It's episode 21. Tom, we let episode 20 go by without even mentioning it or giving a fanfare or anything. We just threw convention to the wind and said, Deca and decas don't mean anything. And we skipped it. And here we are at episode 21. And we're going to make a big deal about that. So uh, it's Blackjack. It's the year you can drink in the United States. And uh, so this is episode 21. We're going to make a big deal out of that. How you doing today, Tom? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I, di- I didn't know until uh, till it aired and I saw it was the 20th. I said, man, we didn't even say anything. Not a thing. I mean, I even named the 10th episode, 10th episode freeze out, which I thought was hilarious. Didn't even think. What am I going to do for number 20? Didn't come up with anything. Just uh, put the episode together and I went to go put it up. And I was like, oh, this is the 20th episode. I can't believe it. I can't believe we're still doing it. And there's still stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've been asking for almost a year now. Where is Patty? Why isn't she on this tour? And we got some information on just exactly where she's been what she's been doing and uh we're going to talk about that and we got an update on where tom's sister first saw bruce springsteen and uh and then also today as when we record today it is saturday october 27th i think today the 27th 28th so 28th and it's the 50th anniversary of the release of the Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle, one of my favorite albums. And we will be talking a little bit about that in this episode. And maybe if there's time, we'll let Tom show off his Springsteen hurdle skills. So, uh, Tom, you read the article that actually interviewed Patty. I know she is being inducted into the New Jersey Hall of Fame. And... Uh, and and they did an interview with her. I think it was the Asbury Park Press who talked to her. Uh, and you read the article. So uh, give us the rundown. Where the hell has Patty been on this tour? We saw her in Tampa. And we saw her in Hollywood, Florida, like the third show, fourth show, something like that. And then gone. We haven't seen, we've seen her backstage. We've seen her. She's made some, uh, she's been around, but we haven't seen her on stage ever since. What's going on with yeah, and that's and that's been the the that's happened uh, the last few tours. You know, she hasn't been around, so this isn't new to the letter to you tour or whatever. Well, this I think tour. she's taken chunks of time off. She was there was the time when he would say, "I ah, were a tour two touring family, and my daughter gets Patty. She gets precedent. She's on she's on tour with the horses." And uh, uh, the so there's few- yeah, she has always been in and out. But I think this is the first tour since she joined the band where she made two appearances and then we never saw her again. That has not been common, I don't think. I don't know. I, I She was pretty absent from uh, the last few tours. Pretty much, for the most part, she wasn't there. And Susie was filling in for her, kind of standing in that spot for her. But um, it turns out both of our theories were correct. Because they it lists more than one reason why she hasn't been there. 
And um, you brought up that she was probably spending time with her granddaughter and maybe that was why. And I had brought up that I kind of thought she um, didn't really like the fact that there were so many musicians on stage crowded. I mean, 18 people or so. And she didn't really feel like she was um, necessary to be there because like, there's just so many people on stage. And then, you know what? So it turns out she actually mentions that that's also the reason she hasn't been there. And she actually said that um, because of the horn section and the choir section, it made her feel unneeded. I saw that. But she also said she'll be back in 2024, and I do expect that the horn section is still going to be there. Oh, yeah. But um, she does say she'll be back for the for the start of the 2024 tour, but it doesn't really specify if she's just going to be there again for one or two shows and then disappear again, or she's going to be there for the entire rest of the tour. I have a feeling she's not going to be there for the entire rest of the tour, but it's possible this time off. She also states that uh, another reason that she's not there is because she's recording her solo album, um, which I I assume is done now, but I'm not really sure. And been... and my favorite part of that was that the, she she has to do it when he's on the road because he's always in the studio when he's home. That's that's my favorite part of that whole. Yeah, I'm recording my album, which you know he's gone, so I get the studio, which I thought is great. Yeah, she said when he's home, he's always in that studio, and she doesn't get to use it. And she actually designed this studio. Um, it's built, uh, I think, in a barn outside the house. But it was completely done with a kitchen and uh, just just everything you need is in there. And she made sure that was uh, that it turned out the way she wanted it when it was built. So this gives her, since he's on tour, she can record and not be bothered. And um, so, yeah, she's being inducted into the rock, into the, not the rock and roll, the uh, New Jersey Hall of Fame, along with David Chase, who uh, created the Sopranos and some other people. And um, let me see. I just want to go back a little bit to the fact that when Bruce is home, he's always in the studio. And where are the recordings that are being made? Every single day, <laughs> he is hogging the studio day in and day out. Sometimes yeah. he's at the Jersey Freeze. Yeah, and also, like, I don't know how long she's been recording this album, but I'm pretty sure I read that it was it's been in the works for like ten years or something. It was insane. It was like ten years ago. This album, I mean, her last album. Do you know what year that came out? I, think uh, it's I can't even I can't even remember the name. I can name one song off it. A town called Heartbreak. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 2007. And so the one that's... before that was before the or right around the reunion tour, wasn't it? Wasn't Rumble Doll like 98 mm -hmm. or 99? So yeah. yeah, she doesn't uh 
she doesn't fill the uh, racks at the record store, but uh, oh, but I, don't know. Again, I liked I mean, both of her albums. I don't remember was, the second one very well, though. There's a reason it hasn't come out. It's taken this long. It's because Bruce won't get out of the studio. So, um, he's recording stuff for his great 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 grandchildren to release. Yeah, just another quote about her. Um, uh, not being there, uh, she was quoted saying, there's not much room for me to add anything special to this tour because of all of the uh, musicians on stage. So she felt comfortable leaving because he had enough people to fill in there. And uh, I think that's kind of nuts. I think that, yeah, I think we missed her on Human Touch when it seemed like he was trying to get her to come out. She was there, right? And oh, I think, I, I, and I think she was... She, that both the nights that she played the full show with the band, they played a duet, and both those duets are like highlights of those shows. So uh, I don't know. I, I was always she, against. She, I was always against the um, all these extra people being hired. You know, it's once once when Clarence died, and they brought the horn section up, and. Um, and um, I just forgot his name for a second. Uh, Clarence's nephew, Jake, Jake Clemens. Um, you know that first tour after he died, I could I understood that completely. You want a horn section? I mean, the big man isn't there anymore, and Jake Clemens for him to be there all by himself would have been a little strange. So I got that. You got a whole horn section doing the the horn parts for Clarence. But since that tour, Jake's been by himself during the river tour. Jake was by himself and you had just the band there, just the bare bones band. I thought that was excellent. And uh, I, I like the bare bones band is. too, but you know what? The horns were there in 88 when Clarence was there. Sometimes Bruce has got horns in his head and you know, he, we listen to what he puts out. So Oh, you know, mm. either way, I I really have enjoyed this tour. I mean, like everybody else, I'd like to see it mix it up. I was thrilled with MetLife Three just to have, you know, something new to look forward to after uh, after Kitty's back, and not just everything being exactly the same. But uh, you know, I think the the band sounds good. Everything they play sounds great on this tour, mm. and uh, horns that, um... I can take them. Or leave them. I don't have. I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like fight for them or against them. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't sound great. Um, I don't know that it sounds better with all those people, but it definitely. Um, we heard a. You played a show the other day, and they played Kitty's back. Remember? I, don't I think remember. it might have been rising, and they did a version of Kitty's back, and it was just the original. Yeah, it was. It was Clarence. Danny was still there and it was just just the regular band and it sounded I think I commented how great it sounded how it was as good it was better than the the version they're doing now with all those musicians so it just shows you it doesn't it, it it's not adding anything the more you the more porns you throw in and the more choir singers you throw in and it's not going to help. It's it, but it sounded so damn good. So, so um, it's just not necessary. And uh, but I'm sure he's going to continue to do it. You know, 
I have a feeling we're looking at the same tour coming up in 2024 that, you know, oh, maybe sure. there'll be some notches, some changes. The history shows that he, that it doesn't stay identical for two years. You know, he does change it up, but some things stick around. And I think that, I think that last man standing backstreets is going to stick around. And I think, uh, I'll see you in my dreams might be uh, after, after that Jersey girl close, that might be on the hatchet on the chopping block. I- yeah, that that would real that would surprise me as more than than ghosts disappearing because that is uh I think I, no I, surrender ghosts uh uh promised land letter to you and uh and prove it all night are gonna be staples. I think they're gonna be there. They might not open. There's gonna be one or two songs maybe before no surrender, hopefully, some nights, most nights. And I think that uh after you know that's where it gets fuzzy where after uh after promised land you know well i guess he plays out in the street every night right he hasn't i think he dropped out in the street once yeah um an east street shuffle i believe is every night that's no east street shuffle's been in, in and out in and out and it's been out more than in lately east street shuffle seems to be going away uh it started getting mixed John, Johnny 99 East Street Shuffle kind of gotten traded off. And then now you're not seeing really either one that much. Uh Mary's place came in. That's become a staple. That's every night. And uh, uh, and, uh Candy's room. Candy's room is gone too. I mean, not gone, but it's been out more than in lately. It's been something else into Kitty's back. Kitty's back's been every night of the tour. So, but it was Candy's room, Kitty's back for a long time. And then See, that's the other thing about, about he just did Spirit in the Night into Kitty's Back two nights in a row in New Jersey, and he's had other songs into Kitty's Back. This is where he's mixed it up a little bit. And I think Atlantic City went into well, maybe not into Kitty's Back, but uh, you know, this the section after Out in the Street maybe seems to yeah. be loosening up a little bit until Last Man Standing. And I feel like those feel like with Kitty's back, Kitty's back is almost like the reason those people were hired. You know, they that's their 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 turn to shine during Kitty's. Well, back. they cut a lot. I mean, he's cut a lot of what they you know they were. E Street Shuffle was a big uh, horns thing, and so was Johnny Ninety Nine, and so he's kind of and they he tried to bring in Pay Me My Money Down. Came in for like three or four shows and then it disappeared again, thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah, and, I got um, shows. I got songs that I yeah, no, I might I make little I'm cracks saying. about. One of them is pay me my money down. I don't hate it or dislike it, but I don't want to see it in my set list. No, I never thought there was anything wrong with um, that kind of criticism. We were obviously both huge Springsteen fans. And um, you know, we're not putting the man down for anything. I'm, I'm not. I uh, so I hope it's not coming across that way ever. But um, and uh, as far as um, unless he's playing choir night singers, uh, the, yeah, I was just gonna bring that <laughs> up. Like the choir singers. Now, when that when the tour started, there were two songs from the Soul Covers album, 
and and eventually it was dropped. Now they're still playing the one, and I assume that's going to continue. But second that, one was very short lived, very short lived. I think yeah. I don't I don't know if there's more than six of them. But again, they were brought in probably for those songs specifically, and then so you know you can't to to make a decision to bring in all these extra players just for now one or two songs now we're talking like kitty's back and night shift are you trying to are you trying to say you think he's gonna shed some of the band before the next run i don't think he is no no that would be like admitting defeat so he won't he won't do that he'll he'll keep it going the way it is i mean what are you gonna do at this point fire everybody and say uh (laughs) we you're not no longer needed no he's just gonna wait till the next tour and uh, he'll either continue it or, or drop it, but you know it worked. In, it worked for the River Tour. I don't see why. It, it, you know, you didn't. Need, they weren't necessary for the River Tour. It does give you pause to think. I think the whole band will be back in 2024 as is. But Me with too. Patty saying two things: one, she felt like. There was no room for her. She was unneeded with everything, everything that was on the stage and that she'll be back in 2024 does make you wonder if maybe the whole band isn't coming back. And that's why that's why those two things don't mesh up that that she felt like she wasn't needed, but she is coming back. Maybe the band isn't going to be there. I think they will, but maybe they won't. Yeah, there's always everything's up in the air because it's six months away. Again, we could have a release. We don't know that. We don't know if this release could trigger a new a start of a whole other theme, you know, and drop the whole theme of Letter to You. And then just this might be a whole new tour. There's still time to do all that. And he could release an album. We don't know. But Phoenix, if it all remains, if it Phoenix all remains is three and a half soul. months away. No, wait, four and a half months away. Yeah, well, it restarts in March. Um, we are knocking on November here. We've, we've got two two months left in this year, and then two and a half months till March 19th. So we're talking four and a half months. I will be in Phoenix. Um, but, uh, yeah, if it all remains the same and there are no releases, I assume it's going to be the same band, like you said. And um, then if she's... Sh- if she's there, which she says she's going to be there, I don't think she'll be there for the entire tour. It'll probably just be a handful of shows. Do you think they'll rehearse again? Like anything major like they did last time? Go into a hall and, no. and run the show through a couple times? No, not if it remains the same. I think it'll there'll be some rehearsals, but very little. Just maybe like, a few days. Just the day oh, of the show? Just the sound Maybe a week. Maybe a week before, but not. So you yet. think there will be? Well, not. No, I don't think there'll be like full rehearsals like before this tour started. Um, even though there was no audience in any of the shows, which there used to be. He used to do that back in the day. You well, I mean, sell tickets once and- he once they'd done a bunch of private rehearsals and put the show together when it was ready to go on the road. Occasionally, they did some pre-tour rehearsal yeah. shows that were full shows but yeah it's nice to have an audience in there and see how the uh what the audience 
feels about the songs and the new material, but I don't think he'll he'll do anything like that. Probably just a couple of days of rehearsals, but um but, uh, so, and the tickets, uh, so um I'm sorry, just the uh, the price of the tickets for this um New Jersey Hall of Fame, which is October 29th. So that's tomorrow when we're filming this. That'll be tomorrow. And the tickets are on go from $19 to $45. So, and I don't know when it's going to air or where it's going to air once it's filmed. Didn't Max go into the New Jersey Hall of Fame last year? Um, Steve. I believe it was Steve and maybe it was Max. Um, so now, and now it'll be Patty. Did you yeah, know? Just, did you know what she's being inducted for? Just, I believe, as a solo artist, and just, um, that it. I thought it was like an upstanding citizen, a philanthropist of the area, something like that. They were involved in that. Could be. I, I, I'm not all that sure. Um, it did go into the article. Did go into some of the, some of that that she's done. Um, um, it said that she would. She would even join in on marches, I believe, for certain causes. Um, I won't, I don't want to say what they are because I don't want to get it wrong. I don't have it in front of me, but. Um, An upstanding so, citizen of New Jersey. Yeah, she's from, uh, I believe, Deal, New Jersey. That's where Patty's from. And uh, this is being um, filmed. Um, oh shit! For I don't public I access, I... public access cable. <laughs> oh, in uh, Newark, it's being. Uh, it's being. Uh, the, I mean, the... do they broadcast? Is it maybe it's on the internet? Do they broadcast the New Jersey? It's probably on like a local TV channel, right? The New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I know. That's what I'm not sure. Like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they'll do that. They'll film it, and then yeah, that'll be on months, HBO. Two months later, you'll see it. You know, after they cut it, right? It's, that, that, and that'll be on HBO, and that has worldwide appeal. This is, I know that you know Springsteen fans, you know, look at New Jersey and get uh, pay attention, especially when something's yeah. happening to Springsteen or his family or his band. But the New Jersey Hall of Fame, they're not showing this on HBO. No, you're right. It's 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 a New Jersey only thing, unlike the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I believe this is being hosted by Danny DeVito, who we know is from Jersey. Yes, we do. I've been binge watching. uh, It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Man, that show has been on for 16 years and they're just I'm running out of episodes. I never watched it when it was on its run. And we've been watching it on Hulu. And yeah. uh, I'm running out. We're on like season 14 with only a couple seasons to go. Uh, yeah. Just the funniest show. You watch that it show? Is. I've never seen it. Well, there are like hundreds. It's been out for 16 years. It is so funny. And Danny DeVito's been there the whole time. Yeah, I like him. I think I mentioned at the top of the show, it's the 50th anniversary of the Wild, yeah. the Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle. This is one of my all-time favorite albums. And uh, um, 50 years. I'm 55. Yeah, because, 
And today, October 28th, uh, scheduled for 9 a.m., so it's already happening or happened, is the ceremony um, of this. Uh, it's at the Mon Monmouth University Theater. And uh, they are doing this uh, ceremony for the 50th anniversary of the Wild, the Innocent, and the Eastern Shovel. And among others, there's going to be, or there already has been, um, Gary Talent, David Sanchez, and Vinny Lopez, we know are, are confirmed as... Uh, Sanchez? David Sanchez? David Sanchez. Is that what I said? Sa you said Sanchez twice. It's Sanchez. Is it? Yeah. So I'm pronouncing... I thought I was pronouncing it correctly. No, I know it's spelled... Sanctious. Okay, it is spelled S-A-N-C-I-O-U-S. Yes, David Sanctious. Okay. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Um, that, uh, I don't know if Bruce will show up. I mean, hey, it's not too far from his house. I don't think he showed up. They did it like a year ago for... for the first album of greetings. And I don't think he showed up for that. He might've, I don't, I, I'm really bad with memory, but I don't think he showed up. Um, anyway, but we are going to celebrate this tonight. I know by the time that this podcast is released, this has already happened, but we'll be watching the Brisbane 2014 show where they played the wild and the innocent all the way through. They've only done that twice. They did it in 2009 uh, with Clarence at uh, Madison Square Garden, and that show's pretty famous. And they did it in 2014 in Brisbane, Australia. And I chose to show that one because I've shown I've shown the Madison Square Garden one like a bunch of times. I've only shown this uh, Australia show one time. So uh, that's what I'm showing tonight on my channel. And if you're listening to this and going, boy, why didn't I watch that? Follow my channel. I, I show a different show every Saturday night, and sometimes there's a there's rhyme or reason to the show I select. And tonight is because they played Wild and the Innocent all the way through, and it was when he when he played it at Madison Square Garden, everybody knew going in. They had pre-announced these were album shows, and this album was going to be played on this night, and people went. When he played it in Australia, he just halfway through the show said hey i think we're gonna play the whole album wild and innocent how's that oh is that <laughs> right the, the audience votes on it and uh and they wow. voted to go ahead yeah let's play the whole album and they did so i'll be showing that tonight and uh, if you're listening to this and you missed it you know just reach out and i'll make sure that you get a copy or something yeah i'm, looking, right. forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing that tonight and can you is that a show that you can keep up for it um, is not that's a 2014 with the sweet professional audio that will not remain on my channel for on-demand viewing. So if you're listening to this uh, after Saturday night, which you are, because I probably won't get this up until Tuesday. Um, yeah, you can't go to my channel and watch what we're talking about anymore. You can subscribe to my channel for future shows and reach out to me. I'll make sure that you can see a copy if you're really interested in seeing the Brisbane show I'll make sure that I point you in the direction that you can find a copy. If you really want to see it, I can tell you that it's easily found. And that's a line from a Bruce song, isn't it? 
Oh, half of what I say. <laughs> Lines from Bruce songs. And um, is that uh, just the show you're playing tonight? Is that pro audio? Yes. Tonight's show is pro audio 2014. They, re- they released every show on that tour except for one. And, uh, and I, and that one has the pro audio video is pretty good. I've shown it, it once before. It's a great show. It's a fantastic show. It is a 2014 show, which were the Tom Morello shows, but okay. Steve is there because oh, he was available. He was at a few shows and he's at this show. Great show. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, it's, we're hyping up a show that, that aired last Saturday. <laughs> when people are listening to this podcast, it aired last Saturday. But reach out. I'll make sure that you can get access to the private video. And I just wanted to mention that um, as far as a, a Bruce release goes, we have we have one sort of. Uh, the Gaslight Anthem has released a song called History Books, which is also the name of the album. And um, it's a duet with Bruce. And I just heard it today for the first time. And uh, it's it's kind of like I thought it would be. I wasn't looking forward to it. And it's um, it lived up to that. It's just okay. <laughs> and you can kind of hear Bruce maybe once throughout the the song. So there's not a big... Uh, he plays guitar. There. He plays guitar too, right? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but who can tell? You don't see him. I just heard you the don't song. See you don't see him in the video. I, I, I brought the video. video up back when it came out. I brought the video up and told you. I warned you that it was the most ridiculous video you'll ever see. Yeah, and when I saw it today, I didn't I didn't put that together that that was what you were talking about. So I actually saw it and I agreed, but I didn't <laughs> remember. I don't remember you telling me this until uh, today, but there's a video. You have you seen the video for this thing? No. Oh I, my god, you are gonna hate this thing. You have got to see it. It uh, has got it's got these women. And they're all doing different conceptual dances in like a field of corn. I'm not even kidding. There's no band members in it. It's not about any band playing the song. The song plays and these women wearing dresses are doing the weirdest dancing you've ever seen. And it goes on for the whole thing. It looks like some artist just thought he was just coming up with brilliance and maybe there's someone out there who just looks at it and goes my god that was brilliant but i looked at it and i was like what the fuck is this um i just thought yeah this is a this is a shitty video and uh i was gonna bring up how bad it was how bad the the video was um just some some chicks dancing around didn't make much sense at all to me terrible uh, video didn't make any sense weird dancing weird conceptual and she's oh contortionist dancing that's what the word i was looking for contortionist dancing she can move her by and which is fine it's a great skill i don't know if it makes a pop song pop yeah i don't know who comes up with these ideas but um i guess it doesn't really matter anymore as far as videos who cares there's no mtv anymore you know so well i mean there uh, is there is plenty of on-demand content we saw the video you know there's i i think video is as important as ever and i think they do as poor a job as ever (laughs) making them i think most bands should stick to showing the band live 
showing the you don't want to show the band live show them walking through a market in full regale like you two in the 80s walking through a flea market and bono's all dressed up as bono yeah it's like springsteen when uh the magic album came out and he put the video for radio nowhere how great is that video it's just the band playing and nothing nothing but that you know and that was that's all you need I think those make the best videos. You know what video really grabbed me and made me a Springsteen fan? That uh, that old Rosalita video that oh, the yeah. girls are chasing him on stage. Yeah. So I, I want to talk. I know you got new information about when your sister first saw Bruce. I want to talk about that. But first, briefly, I just want to talk about you two. Uh, I've, I've mentioned a little bit that I want to go see this show at the Sphere. I live in Vegas. People are flying from all over the world and paying absorbent prices for hotel rooms and tickets and parking is a hundred dollars. And I could just take the bus for four bucks and, uh, and, but tickets have been outrageous. They've been just crazy. And I keep promising myself, I'll go down there. I'll find one at the last minute. Uh, you know, I've been watching StubHub and they don't go down until the band comes out at eight 30. And they don't, the price doesn't drop till 9.30, and I'm not going in late. Uh, and I, I watch it every night. And then last week, Saturday night, they got reasonable before the band hit the stage. Like 8.15, you could pick up a ticket for 125 And I finally decided, I'm going. I'm going Wednesday, unless I get lucky in the on sale for the second group of shows that was going on sale Wednesday during the day and score one of the worst seats in the house are only a hundred, only a hundred and forty. The cheapest seat in the house is one forty. They're the corner, upper, worst seats in the house, but they're only a hundred and forty, and uh, and it's been at least five hundred to get into this thing. So uh, I was like, I'll try for the shows that are coming up, the eleven shows. If I can score hundred and forty, I won't go. Otherwise, I'm going down Wednesday night, and I'll find my way in. And I did. I scored a $140 cheap seat and I didn't go. And then Lady Gaga joined them on stage that night. And the whole world is the there's a million hits on YouTube. They did like I'm not a huge YouTube fan, and I'm definitely not a huge Lady Gaga fan. I appreciate them both for the mega stars that they are. And it would have been cool to be in the room that night. I was so close to going. And uh, and I watched their team up. It was excellent. It was really excellent. And I know that I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna get the regular old U2 show. There's gonna be no Lady Gaga. But uh I was I was really close to being at that Lady Gaga meetup. I don't know. That would that would have been cool. You say you you're, wouldn't not have cared, huge, you're not a big U2 fan? I am not a huge U2 fan. Let me tell you something. They played a U2 fan, a U2 song with her called All I Want Is You, and the whole audience sang along like it was Thunder Road. And uh, and I have never heard it. I've known that song. I wouldn't have been able to sing along at all. So you're going pretty much just because of the venue? The venue. I saw U2 once. I mean, I can appreciate it. I know all the hits. I know where uh, I feel home through the mountain, you know, mm-hmm. only to be with you. I know some you too. I saw the movie. I saw Rattle and Hum. I never really listened to their records. 
I've never really listened to their live shows. I know their radio cuts like everybody else. I'll be, you know, I'm not a diehard fan. Like Springsteen, I know every single song that he ever put out ever. You know songs he never put out. But for you two, I know what was on classic rock radio for the last 25 years. Can't believe the news today. I'll know, I'll know enough of the songs. I know that I should probably listen to the album they're highlighting. I know that this show is like uh uh it's uh it's one of their albums specifically. Yes, um, I think they're playing the whole album. Joshua Tree. No, that was I saw that. The new Joshua Tree tour, the 20th anniversary of Joshua Tree, where they played stadiums. I saw that in Detroit like six or seven years ago. No, this is uh, 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 U2, UV, UV. What does the UV stand for? That's what they're calling this tour, UV. Uh, okay. There is a... There is a specific album, the same album they toured, and they called it Zoo TV. That was uh, the same album, I think, that they are highlighting on this tour. It's like, it's not a tour. It's all one city, Vegas. It would be crazy if I didn't go. Yeah. Um, yeah, as far as um, I know, last week I mentioned my sister, Sue, I thought it was the uh, sometime in the '90s that she saw Springsteen, but she wasn't sure. And uh, it turns out, <laughs> only I've off by her, a decade. I've had her going nuts, um, doing research, trying to find out, you know, when it was, and maybe she could talk to some of her, some of our family and friends uh, that she went with to figure out when the hell it was. And we can get so her a tape out. if she can figure out when it was. We can get her a tape of that show. Right, right. So she did go. It was the Born in the USA tour um, that she and uh, my uh, uh, others uh, from my family and and maybe some of her friends went to. Um, I, as uh, right now, I'm not sure of the date, but we pretty much we've narrowed it down. We think it's the Meadowlands that she saw him in '85, but then she also saw him during the Tunnel of Love tour. And she contacted a friend who went with her. And and this friend, Mary, who, who I've met, really nice girl, um, she saved the ticket stub. So she knows the exact date, and she sent it to me, uh, the, the ticket stub. And it was May 19th, 1988. And um, I had um, did a little research. He played five nights at Madison Square Garden and it was the last five nights of the US tour before they went to Europe so i was hoping one of these five nights were the was the 19th that she went to because nugs has released the first night of the MSG stand and the last night of the stand so this one was not released on Nugs, as far as I could tell. So maybe we can figure out if uh, there's at least some audio out there from the from May nineteenth, because that's... I, I can guarantee you there's audio. I can't promise you that it'll be of any quality that's worth listening to, but there's there there is something for every show. And is there video? That would be the next question. I doubt it. 
it's hard to find video. I got lucky. There's one video that matched up with the Nugs from 88 uh, that uh, I put together from L.A. for April of 88. And uh, that came out to be a great video, but it's hard. to. There's not a lot of video from 88, especially full show. Um, and uh, just a little bit of just about that show, um, what was special about it, not that my sister would remember this, but um, they filmed Vigilante Man and I Ain't Got No Home that day in the sound check. Um, and we've seen, I'm sure you've seen those videos where Bruce is in the black leather jacket and he's, and he's, and he's doing those songs. And uh, during the show, he sang one of them. He sang Vigilante Man, and it was the world premiere. And um, other than that, you know, if you were there, you would have saw the solo, the solo acoustic Born to Run, which he did during that tour, and that would have been a treat. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway... And as far I got, as I got to see the solo acoustic "Born to Run" in '88, and that, wow. and the one I saw is out is available on notes. Mm. Um, and uh, also six days from today, it is possible we will see the return of First Friday, and that will be uh, on November second. I'm sorry, I'm. I'm going to mix the data. Do you have new information since last week, or you just haven't heard anything to dispute what you said last week? Um, no, there's just some strong rumors out there that the first Friday we will we'll restart in November, which would be six days from today. So, Any rumors um, about what tour it's going to be from? Uh, I did, like I think I mentioned last week there was a rumor it'd be the Born in the USA tour, but I don't know for sure. Um, and um, so we'll see if that happens. If it doesn't, yeah. we'll we'll just be where we are right now, with nothing. And um, also, just to mention, I mentioned the Stones album last week. It, uh, the Stones' new album is number one, and uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, is also, it, it's beating it's beating the new Taylor Swift re make that she just she just put out a remake of one of her albums that i'm sure oh, is that already. Right? Yeah. well i know she has like a movie out but i don't know she's got a movie out she's got a tour she's worth a billion dollars they said oh yeah she's she's a big deal and um and for all you beatles fans you're a beatles fan right oh, okay. i am a, i am a long lifelong beatles fan i am not a well-versed Beatles fan like like I am with Springsteen or like diehard Beatles fans are with the Beatles. But yeah, I can sing along to just about every song. Yeah. Yeah, I was always a, a big fan and the, and the solo stuff. I I just really got into Paul McCartney's solo music and John Lennon's solo music. And so this song, there's a new song coming out November 2nd, which is right around the corner. And um, this is really being called the last Beatles song because it's, it is really the last song they've got nothing else. I mean, this was, so they got a hold of this and I think it was with the help of AI, they were able to really um, 
do something with this song where they 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 had they have all of the John Lennon uh, vocals and some George Harrison guitar, and then Paul and Ringo were able to add some 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 to it, you know, the drums and and I think uh, even Paul McCartney added a little of the bass guitar to it, but it's called uh, Now and Then, and I haven't heard it, but it is being released November second, so I'm really looking forward to that. Those things tend to work out. Remember when they had Nat King Cole sing with his daughter after he was dead? Yeah, well, this would be a little different, but <laughs> I mean, this is an actual a song I guess they gave up on maybe at the time and didn't finish, but we're able to now. And um, so, uh, yeah, that might be all I have. Um. Yeah, it's not a whole lot going on in the Bruce world right now. I was hoping by the time we recorded this, we hear something about a release, but so far it hasn't happened. Closest thing we Still know about time. a release is you're you're thinking that we're going to get a new live concert coming up next week. Yeah, which wouldn't be the most exciting thing, but. We could, I could think of some more. Exciting the most things. exciting thing for me, I love the the archive series, high quality sounding classic concerts. I can't get enough of them, and uh, it's exciting. It's as exciting to me as a tracks. I know that's all new songs that we haven't heard, and live shows are this, but I love the live shows, man. I love every time he introduces a song a different way. Um, yeah. I was thinking about a show the other day. I was hoping you'd replay it. It was from the uh, the Christic Institute, which he actually released on Nugs. And that was really, that was great. He released both. And there's video for both. There's an issue with both of them. There's a, one of the videos is the full show. It's kind of from far away. The picture is really dark and blurry. It's the full show with the audio. It's a great watch. The other video is much better video. It's not the full show. It's like 70% of the show. It's missing a bunch of pieces of it. Uh, so it comes down to the choice. You won't watch the whole show because they're both, it's almost identical. I think there's one song difference between the two nights because, right. because Bruce doesn't play the same show every night as people like to make you believe. It's the same show both nights. Um, and... Uh, so it comes down to do you want to watch the whole show where it's kind of iffy on the on the picture, or do you want to watch the better picture where a lot of the time there's no picture at all? Because you know me, I don't cut it down. I show the whole thing. I just put up a still frame whenever there's no video. So and and I think when I get to the point where there's no more video for the rest of the show, then I do cut it off because the viewer can always go to the nugs to listen to the rest. So, but yeah. when it's, when it's in the middle, I'll put a picture and I'll keep playing it. So it plays through, but if it gets to the last four songs and they're not on there, I'll end it with a little thing that says the remainder of this. So there's no video for the remainder of this show. So it, uh, the video ends here. Uh, and I think that's what I did with that other night of, of Christic. So it's not a great, I, I think the better watch is the full show it's a little dark it's a little blurry but it's the whole show and uh and it stays the same you do 
you know, last time I showed them, I showed them back to back nights because the second night does give you a better look at about seven, 65%. It's like missing a lot. So you tell me what you want me to show or check them out on Maddie's Plex. I'm sure they're both there. Yeah, I, I just want to, as long as we got the pro audio, it really doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, we'll show the one I like, which is the full show, dark and blurry full show, all the way through, including uh, the end with, uh, what's his name, comes out, Jackson Brown and Bonnie Raitt, they come out and they play something too. Is there a way you can just put in, stick in the extra songs that are different from the previous night and just... I think it's just one it. song. I don't I have to look it up to see what song it is, and I'll I'll see. Yeah, because that would be nice, just to throw in like a the bonus songs of just just what is ex what is there at the second night that wasn't there on the first night or something. Instead of playing both shows back to back. I got you. So you got time to test your skills a little Springsteen hurdle. You want to save it for yeah. next week? Yeah, let's well, do it. Yeah, if we can fit it in, I'm ready. All right, it's been a few weeks since we've put Tom to the test on Springsteen Hurdle. And we'll give him a couple rounds today. You ready, Tom? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, God. Uh, Mary, don't you weep. I knew it was a... Uh... Seeger Sessions couldn't come up with the name. All right, one for one. All right, Tom, one for one. Here comes round two. I didn't hear a thing. No. Oh, wow. This is not going to be easy. <laughs> oh, there will be people from this date on Twitter claiming they got this in one. <laughs> I don't know. Did I you get that? Uh, well, there was, there, there was some sound in the second clue. There was no sound at all in the first clue. Here we go. Oh, I think I might know that. I can uh, barely hear it. All right. Can you make clue, it louder? Clue three. I can't change the, the volume, I don't think. Okay. Okay, I got it, I think. Um, Is it the wrestler? Yeah. I had it after the second one, but I was just, like, not willing to commit. It is. I got a crazy hard one. All right. That was hard. I, I, and, you know, people don't have to believe me because I didn't commit. But I I had it after that second note when you just find a first hear it coming in. All right. Try round three. All right. Here we go, Tom. Round three. Hopefully there'll be some sound in that first clue. You have a guess? 
Uh, it was very low again, the sound. It uh, was me... very low. I'm going to make a guess, though. I'm going to guess 57 channels, but I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to be wrong. All right, so uh, here's the second clue. Oh, okay. Drive all night. You continue to be the master, Tom. Two clues. I had 57 channels. See, I'd have got it there. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll give you one more and we'll let you go. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, here we go. Last one. Unless it's like Born to Run. Here we go. I got it. It took me a minute. Restless Nights. Yes, that's what I had. Restless Nights. Let's go with it. All right. It looks like this week we're both Springsteen fans. Uh, we'll call that the show. Once again, no Maddie. But uh, for now, for uh, Tom, you got you got anything you want to say before we take off? No, I uh, think we covered everything. So, uh, so for Tom and for Maddie somewhere out there, I am the fisherman, the bootlegger who pays the highest price, and the world's greatest Springsteen podcast loves you. <laughs>